Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You are listening to Metal Shop's Backstage Pass. Yeah. Welcome back. Metal Shop's Backstage Pass number 98. Dude, we're, we're crawling toward that 100 mark. Uh, we got to set up something cool. We can't just forget about it, guys. Here's what I'm going to do. I feel like we've known about this for a while. We have it some time, man. We can't just forget about it, man. That's a couple. That's like right when I'm going to be moving. It's You're going to forget about so it. We're going to have to do like episode 98.5 and then 99.5 and then 99.9. Hey, Yay. see what I did there? Yeah. Hey. Whoa. Rim shot. I mean, rim job. It's Metal Shop's Backstage Pass. I'm Ian. That's Kevin. Hello. And Ryan the Beard. Hey. All three back. I played a wedding last week. Buck-a-buck-a-boo. In a barn. Yeah, tell me about that. It was awesome. It was Let's actually. Talk about it. Uh, it was super f***ing awesome. So we uh, played a, sh- a wedding for my friend Buford and his new wife, Claire. And it was like a wedding. Like, there was, old, you know, a bunch of old folks, yeah. little kids, like, people all, people all dressed up. So it wasn't some, like, thrown-together punk rock shindig. It was, like, right. a nice wedding. It was legit, yeah, in some guy's barn at a property out in, I dude, I have no idea, mm-hmm. Port Orchard or something. And, uh, yeah, we played a bunch of punk rock songs at a f***ing <laughs> wedding. And, uh <laughs> There was, like, little kids moshing. It was sweet. actually really fun. And it was all vegan uh, food yeah? as well. Uh, so congratulations to those guys. And I cannot believe we actually made it through that in one piece. Last week uh, on air, I mentioned Buford, but I forgot to mention he sang for Blood Hunger. That, I was like, Blood something, Blood something, uh, let's move on. But it's Blood Hunger. <laughs> that was the band. So Buford, you're fucking awesome. Congrats. And your name is Buford, which yeah. is awesome. So uh, what's been going on this week, man? It's actually been hot. You know what? I got three words for you. Are you ready? Dude, I saw corn, and uh, you know what? You can laugh at me all you want, but corn was fucking sick. Awesome. And Rob Zombie was sweet, too. In this moment, to be honest, not a fan. I'm not gonna say anything too bad, because whatever, like, they're corny, but, like, they were the metal version of Lady Gaga. Really? On stage, it was like this crazy theatrical thing. It was really weird. They've I didn't gotten kind of big. They're huge. Oh, they're huge. They're fucking huge, bro. But Corn was sick. They sounded awesome. And they their new record, believe it or not, sounds a lot like their old like first records. They cut out oh, all the dubstep stuff. They figured it out. Yeah. So they're they're back to the uh, back to got, the primitive. Somebody probably got fired. And then uh, Rob Zombie was sick, but we actually left about three songs in because they played a white zombie song, and then Sean was like, yo, let's go. Go Let's go beat traffic. So we beat traffic, and we're good. And uh, yeah, just been f***ing hanging out, man. Sweet. Dude, beating traffic out of that place is like, is the goal. If you've ever been stuck in there, you know that you're just going to have to f***ing sit there for at least an hour or drive around the other way through Enumclaw, which (sighs) takes just as long. It's the s***s. The drizzling s***s. Because you're so close to frugals, but so far away. Speaking of drizzling, Ryan, what have you been up to, man? Dude, I've been uh been doing a lot of the same. You've been poke hacking. Yeah, poke hacking. Yeah. So tell me about how you stole some of Ian's Pokemon. Wait, what? <laughs> no. You stole my Pokemon? I'll 
you up, Ryan? What'd you do, Ryan? No, I haven't been stealing Ian's Pokemon. I've been smashing on the gyms nearby his house. Yeah, I was walking, and like I was saying, I always do this at night, so I walked down to the church by my house, and I was like, fuzz poof? What the f***? So I hit Ryan up, and I was like, is this you? Like, are you next to my house? And he's like, no, I'm like sitting in my room on my computer. <laughs> in Ballard or whatever. And I was like, all right, man, well, you better keep hacking the neighborhood. That's crazy. Hack the mainframe. Although... Should you be careful about even saying that? Are they going to, like, come after you? or they, They're only doing soft bans right now. So it, <laughs> Right now. Yeah, you're getting so, that hard ban. So what ban they're doing hammer. is... You're getting uh, that hard pokey... <laughs> God. They just uh, make it so that you can't catch anything for, like, an hour or so. They're like, and, you're a peak of dick. Well, it it's kind of... Sounds like an STD. Because they spawn a bunch of super rare Pokemon around you, but you can't catch them. They just run oh, away. They laugh at you. So they're like middle fingers back to you. They're like, <laughs> yeah. oh, you want to catch this Mewtwo? Suck my... B Suck them. Suck on my... B so if you wanted to, could you go other places in the world? Yeah, my, uh, my roommate Adam has been hanging out in New York for a while. <laughs> so you have to, like, take up residence. You can't move around... From one minute to like Tokyo to like Kansas. No, no, you can't do that. You the way that you do it is you turn the game on at your hometown and then you slowly glitch it down to the airport and you leave it there for for a little bit. Oh, and then you turn the game off for six or seven hours or however God. it would take to fly to the actual oh. place, and then you turn it back on in that place and you stay cool. in that spot. But if you use God, the game, you guys are nerds. If you use the game on your phone during that time. They'll ban the shit out of you because they figure they, out, hey. Someone at Niantic has a file on you, dude. It's like the FBI. They're like, we got to keep an eye on this motherfucker. Hey, man, I've been keeping it local for the most part. Adam's getting ready to go to Japan with his account. Damn. Ian, I got a question for you. So you're moving uh, and you're looking for a new place. How much is like the amount of Poke Gyms and Poke Stops uh, consider <laughs> in consideration for this new place? I'm moving into a church, actually, is what I'm going to do. Oh. No. Is there a lot of Poke Stops and Poke Gyms by churches? Yeah, it's just any big, like the fire station down the way. Is this a conspiracy to try to get you to go to church? Yeah, actually. You know what's <laughs> funny, actually? The, the well, old... yeah, because the Kraken is a Poke Stop, and we all know that's the place to go to Warsaw. Here, oh, yeah. Uh, here is what I do know about that. Remember the old Mars Hill Church thing? Of mm -hmm. course. Uh, they turned into Trinity Church, and there's one on 35th, close to where I live, and every time I drive by it and get the, the stop, it says something about... This used to be Mars Hill Church where they used, and I can't remember what it says word for word, but they trash Mars Hill Church in Pokemon <laughs> Go. So whoever wrote the description for that stop was like, F this place. Well, that's, that's all left over from Ingress because they just took all they the stops from Ingress it, and yeah. just morphed it into Pokemon Go. So there's all kinds of really, really Damn. hysterical stuff on all the stops. That's awesome. Yeah, that that was my LOL for the week. There's uh, that sculpture downtown. Um, it's, it's just two giant balls and yeah oh, the, uh, the description is just like two huge balls and the word huge is all caps two huge balls <laughs> anyway we didn't really talk about pokemon go so we got a nerd out on you for at least a second there kevin sorry uh, ian uh so where are you going to be moving to what hood man Dude, i don't have any idea i ha actually on my calendar next week you should when i take the month off it has the entire first week circled huge and big black sharpie and it says Find new place to live. <laughs> Moves to Auburn. So that's what I'm going to do next week, I guess. So maybe uh, next episode I'll be able to report back something. Yeah, I saw you said something about a spot in Burien. Not so much. Yeah, I. Uh, th that's actually happened a couple times. Finding a new place to live fucking sucks, and everybody knows that. 
but I got them to email me back and call me back, and then they just ghost. ghosted. Yeah. yeah. Maybe somebody hit them up and was like, well, I'll pay you a couple hundred bucks more a month. I don't know. Or they saw my picture and they were like, f*** that. He's got tattoos, long hair, a nose ring, and he smokes weed. No. All through, that's, you can get all that through a picture? Yep. Gotcha. I assume so. <laughs> well, you look, take one look at Ian, you know he smokes weed. Come on, man. Yeah, <laughs> uh, you're right, though. I don't do a very good job of It's the ginger beard. That. Yep, that's true. Oh, the other thing I did this week that I feel like I need to vent on, uh, last year when I went hunting with my dad, I got a waiver on my hunter's education because he's been, anybody born after 1972 has to go through uh, a state-mandated hunter's education. Mm-hmm. Which makes sense. Makes me feel safe that when I'm walking around out there, I'm not gonna, hopefully, not gonna get shot by some fucking idiot. The risk is still there. But in order to do it, you have to take this online course, and it took me six fucking hours Oof. to do this online course. And Kevin, you know, sometimes when we have to go through some of the stuff at the station here, you got to watch the video, answer some questions, yeah, just so that they know what you're doing. It was like that. Instead, at the end, when you go to answer a question, there was like a four or five minute timer that you had to wait for after you read a paragraph to answer the question. So I had to just sit there for five or six fucking hours in front of this thing, and it just made me want to throw them. I was on my iPad, just fucking toss it out the window, watch it explode. That sounds like your own personal help, because those things piss you off God. like well, nobody's business. You bitched about it before. You, you, you're just sitting there tied to it, and... Uh, it's the only time I had to sit down and try and learn something, and after I was done, I actually felt f***ing dumber. It's like that scene in Billy Madison where, like, sir, everybody in this room is now dumber for having heard you say that. Damn. So, well. It's out. Okay, cool. But now you, you can go shoot some But now I have to go in and do the, the field course test in person, where they're like, here's how you put bullets in a gun. It's, I mean, I get it, but it's just a liability, liability thing for the state. And uh, then once you do it, it's done forever, and I'll never have to do it again. So I never again. Never again. Once I have my ID and pass the thing for the rest of my life, I'm good. Okay. All right. Well. So it's like a lifetime driver's license. All right. So it's out of my system. You're almost. Uh, you're almost there, young shooter. So there are some things going on in the world, aside from Pokemon and elections, which we probably shouldn't even get into, really. Yes, dot, dot, dot. Someone's going to be like, I hate you forever. And well, we don't, we don't play that game. Trap Them has a brand new song. Uh, it's called Hellionaires, and it, the album is called Crown Feral. Trap Them is, is f***ing awesome. Uh, they've been on prosthetic records for a while now. Their last ec- record was really cool, and I'm excited to hear this one. Um, where we can hear some a little bit of Hellionaires right now. It's Trap Them, new stuff. Skip 
sick. September 23rd, Prosthetic Records. Sounds like it's going to be a good one. So, so I know. Uh, yeah, Brian, I knew you were going to be all over this one. Oh, I'm pretty excited. Keeping the new stuff train rolling. Arsis has premiered the pre-production version of a new song, As Deep As Your Flesh, commented bassist vocalist Noah Martin. Our September tour with Scar Symmetry's Shattered Sun and Painting in Exile is right around the corner, and we're excited to step away from writing and play some new material. New jams! You know, uh, this song actually sounds really good for being, quote, pre-production. I want to see what it sounds like after production. I love that the drummer's just playing in a garage. Wow. Hey, it sounds awesome. The wonders of technology. All right, I'm going to skip in halfway. Dude, you skipped the best part of the song you've never heard. Yes. So no word on when we will get a new record from them, but uh, shows that they're doing something. Man, I'm stoked for that. Arsis is always so awesome. I wish their shows had better turnouts here in the Pacific Northwest. There's always just been nobody there, and yeah. it bums me out. I've seen some awkwardly empty Arsis shows, and that sucks. Yes. Let's see if we can change that. Uh, new album by Meshuggah has a title and release date. In the new issue of Revolver, Ooh. there is a an ad for it. It's going to be coming out October 7th on Nuclear Blast, and it is called The Violent Sleep of Reason. Ooh. And that's all we got. That's it. But that's at least, it. At least it's not an announcement of an announcement. And uh, it's going to be sick because it's Meshuggah, and they don't do anything wrong. But they're sneaking it in right at the end of the year, so it's going to have to go into consideration. It'll go hard, brother. So, Brujeria is going to be coming to town. They got a tour going along with Cattle Decapitation. And uh, they actually have just released a new lyric video for a song called No Acceptan Imitations, uh, which is like no accepting imitations, I'm assuming, in Spanish. (laughs) Well done, Kevin. They speak of that Mexican. Well done. Uh, so uh, it's members of Napalm Death, Carcass, and Cradle of Filth, and uh, Juan Brujo is the singer, but uh, they have the new record. It is uh, called, sorry, uh, Pocho Aztlan. Aztlan. All right. Yeah, they're, uh, that first video, man. Uh, what was it? Viva Presidente Trump? Yes. Uh, it's a possibility, man. For Harry is going to love it. <sighs> There's going to be a lot of material for them, that's for sure, if that happens. Let's see, uh, Max and Igor Cavalera are going to be doing a Roots Return to Roots tour, North quote, North American Trek, kicking off in Vegas. It's going all over the United States, baby. Uh, it's Okay, so we didn't say this earlier, but it's Black Dahlia Murder, Combi Christ, and Allegion, All Hail the Yeti, and Oni. Hmm. So that's the tour package. That's and cool. Cavalera Conspiracy. You know, there's a bigger announcement in this that we're completely missing. Max Cavalera no longer has the lobster dread. The yeah. unit dread. I didn't see this. Vi- so, oh, you're. S- oh, wow. He's got long, flowing locks Blonde again. Blonde hair. I thought you were saying, like, he cut it off, like it was over. No, he just has long, blonde hair now. 
That's huh. cool, man. Uh, that must have taken some time. Yeah. No joke. And a lot of hair conditioner. I have no idea how you do that. So that's pretty wild. He salvaged it. Good for him. Yeah, good for oh, him. I, and that's not the biggest news, by the way, Brian. <laughs> so, yeah. Maybe there, the you. The Unidred. Uh, so, obviously, there is still a Sepultura touring the United States, touring the world, releasing music under the name Sepultura. But Max and Igor have taken it back and said, hey, you know what? That's our we record. Wrote we wrote this. We're going to claim, uh, claim it. And they are going on tour and playing Return to Roots. So, I would love to see it, honestly. Uh, but I they're th- not playing Seattle. Did we already not. mention that? I don't no, think we even not play in Seattle. The closest they're going to be is like L.A. Um, <sighs> so if you want to go to Dayton, Ohio at Odd Buddies. Hey, let's go see him in Detroit. Or uh, maybe St. Petersburg, Florida. I think you said we're going to Toronto, though, and you can't go back on me now. Quebec. Actually, that's where all the French Canadians are. Metallica's got a new book coming out. It's the Master of Puppets Back to the Front. Metallica, Back to the Front is what they're calling it. Get yourself Metallica book. Should we listen to... Okay, so there's two videos. One's James Hetfield. One's Lars Ulrich. Which one should we James. watch? Ryan? Uh, let's do James. Right. Back to the front. It's here! Finally! September 13th. This is available to you fans out there. I get to look at it right now, and it's pretty awesome. Uh, very cool. The history of Metallica's Master of Puppets, everything... Plenty of things in there that I haven't seen that have uh, showed up from all around the world, scouring the internet, scouring everywhere, people's basements. Uh, anyway, this book is cool. Get it online, Metallica.com, uh, or find it somewhere. It'll be in your bookstore. Hey, remember when we did we played that interview of uh, with Scott Ian, and I was like, man, Scott Ian's really smart. He does stand-up. He writes books. And then he got on, and it was just like, yeah, this is going to be awesome, and we'll see you at the tour, Rock Odd. I think the quote was, yeah, we wrote a bunch of songs, and then we recorded them, and, and now they're coming out on an album, good. and then we're going to go on tour. And it rocks. Okay, well, that's Wait, cool. I'll on. probably pick, a, pick it up. Uh, it'll be interesting to see. Atheist uh, is going to be reissuing Peace of Time via Season yeah. of the Mist. Pretty excited about this because that record freaking rules. Here's the uh, quote from the label. Atheist was one of the first truly adventurous bands to break out of the late 80s death metal underground. In addition to their three early albums, Peace of Time, Unquestionable Presence, and Elements, being benchmarks of quality and progression, the band's musical vision directly influenced many noteworthy artists, both past, cynic, litter error, death, and pestilence, and present. The Dillinger Escape Plan, Necrophagist, and Spiral Architect, mm. which is totally true. Atheist, that's where... I remember I got that record right when we got Metal Shop and I was t- trying to do some like brushing up on like the history of death metal and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Remember Mediafire? Yes. Oh, what a free for all. Yep. I feel like a piece of garbage. But hey, we're doing this now. Man, that's that's one of those spots where tech death started, man. So uh, August 5th, it'll be back out. So go get that now. Stoked. Get a piece of history. Do it. <gasps> Uh, Deeds of Flesh uh, have now parted ways with their drummer Mike Hamilton. Um, their announcement is, this was a tough one, but we, the band and Mike, all felt it was the best interest for everyone for us to part ways. By no means are we, uh, are we still not great friends and always will be. It was a great ride and Mike was always there for anyone who needed any kind of help and a killer drummer. We wish him the best in all the future projects. So Deeds of Flesh, 
fucking sick band. And obviously, you know, he was a huge part of that band. If you can just take a look at his fucking drum set, it's huge. Uh, man, that's the thing. Like, getting a drummer is always the hardest part of putting es- together a band. Especially a talented, sick death metal drummer. Something happened. I don't know. Yeah, uh, well, he's a free agent now, so good for him. Uh, in news that's not even news, uh, the title of this is Marilyn Manson Behaving Erratically on Slipknot Tour. Uh-oh. Oh, really? Marilyn Manson, huh? Uh, I don't know. It says, though, the rumors are that he's been unsteady on his feet and offering pretty half-assed performances while rambling incoherently night after night. Have you guys seen any of these videos? They're pretty hard to watch, man. They're kind of sad. I've seen them. Like, I've seen them, but I haven't... I just don't have the heart to watch that. Yeah, it's it's sad. He's, uh... Watching not, a train wreck. I'm not sure what he's into, but it's it's not good. He is not going down a good path right now, and it's right. kind of a bummer. They left a bunch of examples right here. It says, uh, a bunch of the videos have come online, including a few where he slurs words before falling off the stage, which is a bad sign, rants about nonsense, yells at stage text during songs, and just all around has a hard time staying upright. But at least Corey T- Taylor can spin kick somebody's cell phone out of their hand. Truth. No? And Manson. What? Come on, dude. He's a sad corpse of himself. Well, it's just weird because he made a little resurgence there. He was doing some acting. He was in the walking... No, he... What? what? Uh, Sons of Anarchy. That's and he was, was. He was Thank in Portlandia, too, wasn't he? That was Danzig, wasn't it? No, Danzig If he Danzig was in there, well. I don't know. I don't know. And he made that movie where he was like a serial killer and it was supposed to be like a big budget actual like from a studio film. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. It looks like he's... uh. Having a rough time, man. It sucks. Speaking of other people who are having a tour. Speaking of other people who are having a rough time, Uh-oh. Jeff Tate's putting out new oh, music. Ryan, come on. Yep. Well, remember a couple of weeks ago when we were talking about it, and you were like, "I, yeah, we'll play it," and you were like, "Will we?" Well, here we are, Kevin. We're talking about it at least. Um. Yeah. I mean, should we at least just give it a little spin here, real quick? Yeah. Let's check it out. So this is the Jeff Tate version. Operation Tate. This is called Left for Dead. Skipping in. What I remember The smile on his lips As the lid closed Don't look at me like that, Ryan. Was gone All right, I'm going to skip in. So there's that. Uh, let's. You want to do a quick contrast here real quick? Uh, let's play. This is the Queensryche from 2016. Skip it in. So that's where we are in 2016 with those bands. I'm guessing you can skip that album. Hey, I said I would do it. We did it. Out of the way forever. 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 Okay, well, uh, The Ghost Inside has a new music video for Between the Lines. This is interesting because uh, members of that band... All of the guys in that band. 
uh, have now are now permanently injured. A lot of those ba- guys in that band, one of the members has one leg now. Uh, there was a tragic accident um, the, before, or uh, a tragic accident in November 2015, bus crash, and uh, it left a lot of them injured. It killed uh, both the drivers God. of their v- bus and the, and the, the truck the, that they hit head on. Yeah, so truck. the footage in the video was filmed prior to the tragic event, though. So it's kind of um, sad to watch, but it's cool. I just wanted to post that and uh, reiterate if anybody's listening to this, like the bi yearly warning if you're a touring band and you're driving a lot, don't take for granted that whoever's driving has got, has got it. You know what I mean? Even if it's you and you're tired or whatever, pull over. There's a million reasons that you can die on the road. You're like 10 times more likely to die in a car crash than anything else. So. Just be safe when you're driving. Just like to iterate. And the Ghost Inside has already uh, agreed to play the Warp Tour 2017. So cool for them. They're gonna come back and do some other some other things. On a happier note, Opeth is going to be releasing Sorceress, which is a new album that's gonna be coming out on Pink Vinyl. Nice. Man, that is a cool, cool album cover. It's like a peacock standing on a bunch of dead stuff. So Ooh. go Opeth for keeping it nice and classy. It's a death cock. Deathcock. In Flames has got uh, some new music that they're working on. And if you didn't uh, hear Metal Shop this week, Kevin launched a new campaign in Hashtag make In Flames great again. <laughs> That's right. Because at once they were a great band, they fell off a bit and they need to find their way again. Uh, in January, they're going to go on tour was doing support for Avenged Sevenfold and Disturbed. I have a feeling... They, uh, they, they will not it. make In Flames great again, <laughs> unless we make them. Uh, they have a new DVD coming out called Sounds from the Heart of Gothenburg on September 23rd. So check that out. There is a piece, though, of this new record right here. Let's listen to it. I kind of like it. You know what's missing from that? The weird electronic shit that sucked. Yeah. Well, that's you might, why it's cool. You might be asking <laughs> You might be asking yourself, what can I do? Because <laughs> I too in want great in flames great again. And this sir is what you can do, sir or ma'am. We are all equal here in this fight. And so we go, need to go on our social media because I know you have social media, whether you have Instagram or Twitter or Snapchat or Facebook. You must use the hashtag Make In Flames Great Again. And let's see if we can make this a movement to stand for. An international movement. that we can get behind. We want to harness the power of meme magic. Something that we can truly, truly stand for and unite us metalheads. We want to build walls of death. Not walls of hate. Make In Flames Great Again. Making flames great again. Well, they're going to have a new record out in 2017. That's the point. Uh, it's a late Christmas gift for all of you heathens. I'm an atheist. It better not be a turd. That's what you're getting in your stocking. Defeated Sanity has a new vocalist. Uh, his name is John Welshma uh, out of Warwick, Rhode Island. So he used to uh, sing. Uh, he's been with them before, apparently. He's been a fill-in guy. Nice. So now they got a new singer, and they're going to be putting out a new record. 
going to do a bunch of touring in 2017. You can look forward to that band. They're f***ing brutal. Uh, something I'm looking forward to at least hearing about. I'm not drinking these days, but if I was, I would definitely be trying this Guar Arctic Snow Vodka. They all these bands putting out uh, drinks. They're putting out the uh, they got the like the Motorhead alcohol. They got the the ACDC beer, the Metallica beer, and Dude, now yeah. Guar. There's so many I can't even remember. I'm telling you, man, new ways to get wasted. Anthrax, <laughs> Arctic Snow. I'm sorry, Guar. Uh, I was thinking of the oh, anthrax, anthrax alcohol. Eh? Anthrax has a has an alcohol as well. Yeah. Um, I want to hear right now which one of you, th- uh, which one of you can think of the first band that's going to put out their own absinthe. Who do you think is going to be? Uh, Marilyn Manson yeah. did it. I, yeah, somebody I, already did it. It's already yeah, happened. Marilyn Manson did it. Oh, f- duh! Come on, Ryan. <laughs> I thought you were an absinthe guy. I, <laughs> I would never want to see you or Kevin on absinthe, especially. Uh, but Gwar, what are you looking at me like that for? Oh, you want to okay. try some absinthe? Yeah, bro. You should. You I'm should. about to do some f***ing absinthe. Uh, there's a huge festival going on down in Olympia, and this is actually a really cool one. It's not just like an average show. It is called the Migration Fest, put out by 20 Bucks Spin Records and Gilead Media. Oh, yeah. Just wanted to mention this. August 12th and f- through the 14th at the Capitol Theater in Olympia. Some huge doom and black metal and stuff. We've got Mournful Congregation. Uh, we got a band called Kralis, Thou, Kowloon, Walled City, Magic Circle, uh, Vol, Forn, Chemist, Hell, The Body, Krieg, Full of Hell, Pell, Chalice, Mutilation Rites. Damn, that's a lot uh, of bands. Vastum, Christian Mistress, Nightfell, uh, Dead to a Dying World, Alaric, Acephalix, uh, Yatja. Honestly, these are Bell Witch. These are just the bands that I can like pronounce there's so many bands on here that i can't even i have no idea what it says what are the dates again uh it is august 12th through the 14th in olympia sweet yeah that's how you know it's a really good lineup when you can't read half the bands on the thing yeah is that where you go by is that the rule that's, you go that's by? the rule of thumb that, that's, that's how you be true like. cult crust lord ryan speaks yeah, man. We didn't mention earlier, but the, uh, the Opeth, their new record is uh, coming out soon, and they're going to be in town in Seattle on the 25th at the Moor. Doesn't say who they're going to be with, so it might just be an evening with It's going to be the sword. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, they have a studio report here. You want to just tack that on to the end of this episode? Let's do it. All right, so uh, stay around to the end to hear that. Slayers fans are uh, notoriously heinous, and uh, they... They kind of troll the band. They are always flipping them off. They're throwing stuff on stage. They're violent, f***ed up human beings that like Slayer. And uh, they got ejected. One of them got ejected from San Diego concert after they spit on Tom Araya. Oh, man. That's uh, crossing the line. It was a San Diego Comic-Con show. Go, man. I that's a dangerous thing to do. 
at a show like that. That's man. a really dangerous thing to do. If somebody had seen you do that. Oh. I, I mean, like, I've been, I remember seeing... Gold. Was he able to, like, point out who it was? Yeah, and they ejected the guy. Because he was talking to him, like, by, you know, by individual. Not face-to-face, because he was on stage and the other guy was in the crowd, but he clearly knew who he was talking to. I've been to shows where the singer's like, spit on me, and, like, 10,000 people spit on him. It's the nastiest shit ever. But don't fucking spit on the guy who's playing the show that you're at, especially a guy like Tom Araya who's been doing it forever and does it for the love of, you know, like... I don't know. That's bullshit. Don't get spit on anybody. Damn. Um, I want to take this next one since these guys are have always been awesome to me. Go um, ahead, Ryan. Lesbian has revealed details on their new album, Hallucinogenesis. And uh, this band is really, really awesome. I really hope that this album does well, and you should all go check it out immediately because they rule. Here's the quote from the band about the concept behind the album. Hallucinogenesis tells a fantastical story of a spore-filled asteroid that collides with Earth and forever alters its history in the course of consciousness. The impact of this fungal explosion signals the new dawn of creation called primordial existentialism. Pyramidal. Pyramidal. There you go. (laughs) Existentialism. You should know. As meteorites are pulled towards the sun, they collide, levitate, circulate, then populate. One of the few survivors of this catastrophe is Cosmoceratops. God damn it. God, right. It's time to bow to the new lord of this world. I'm struggling. I'm trying here. Anyway, Cosmoceratops, dog. This album cover looks all kinds of rad, and these dudes are all kinds of rad, so make sure you go check out this It was recorded and mixed by Randall Dunn at Seattle's Avast Recording Company. Sweet. So that is that. Lesbian. All right, it's that time in the podcast where we say some heinous things that you should never hear. And uh, if you've ever wondered what any of these bands are saying, that's what we're here for. It's brutal poetry, too hot for radio. Tonight, Kevin is visiting a band that definitely fits the category. Their name is Gore. Off the record, or the song, Gore. Kevin, take it away. Carving penis, bursting foreskin. <laughs> Consuming the downy pube down in the polluting irritant's colony. I love to watch those insects suck blood from that spongy tissue. I love to bite your putrid to taste rotten, morbid perversion. Sadistic sense of beauty soaked in moriatic acid. I love to watch it change color. I love to lick boiling skin. I love to smell the reek of acidification. Rotten, morbid perversion. Sadistic coitus compulsion. Coitus compulsion. Pulse during the torture. Excretion exhale stench of decomposure. God. Rotten, morbid perversion. Sadistic coitus compulsion. Mm. That's I love to bite your putrid What did they say? Uh, I'll consume the downy pubes. <laughs> <laughs> Robert Downy pubes. Who takes, like, somebody took the time, wrote that down, and were like, this is perfect. This is hmm. a good lyric. Downy pubes. Uh, th- well, uh, that explains a lot uh, with the song Gore F***ed by Gore F***ed. <laughs> <laughs> That's about that. It's the next big thing. Making flames great again. Amen. Hashtag making flames great again. All right, thanks for listening to Metal Shop's Backstage Pass. We're going to play that Opeth Studio video, and uh, we'll see you guys again next week. Fellas? 
Yeah. Downy pubes. <laughs> well, Later. Rockfield Studios. I'm Mike from Rockfield, and we're here currently recording our 12th album, I think it is. Uh, let's have a look. It's a famous driveway up to uh, to the, the studios and the residential, the suites, basically. And it's a cloudy day in uh, late May of 2016. Well, we're uh, in the Quadrangle studio, which is uh, the second studio to be built here at Rockfield Studios in Wales. Uh, I think it was built in 73. Uh, it's got an SSL. I think they're called SSL. I don't know that. But it's a, it's a good console. It's got the old um, uh, the, the tape, uh, the old uh, two-inch tape recorder and a quarter-inch. I think that's used for mastering, maybe. Not sure. But then there's lots of digital stuff and compressors and stuff like that um, we have never recorded here I, I picked the other studio which we'll see later uh, because I had a Neve console and we've worked on those consoles before I thought they sounded good but what do I know anyways this studio is famous so come on this would be the, the uh, recording the big recording room, which is it's not really that big, to be honest. Uh, this is famous for uh, the band Queen, who recorded Sheer Heart Attack here in 1974 or 5. Uh, 1975, 4. And also Night at Opera. Bohemian Rhapsody was recorded partly here. Not only that, it was recorded on this grand piano here. This old, uh, what's it called? Buschendorfer. Börsendorfer. So this is how it sounds. You can hear the... I mean, Fr Fred Merkel was a bit sloppy. So mine's, my touch is a little bit more sensitive. But it was recorded on this grand piano. And uh, apparently the drums, Roger Taylor's drums, were in there. Or maybe they're out here. I don't know. I wasn't here. I was barely born at the time. Uh, but like I said, we have never been in this studio. We never recorded in here. But I think most of the uh, most of the kind of big name bands that come to Rockfield or that's been here over the years probably picks this studio because of Bohemian Rhapsody. Whoa, windy. So this is the courtyard, it's basically a, an old farm, as you can see, there's horses and stuff. Uh, this is also a residential studio, so we live here. That number four would be my room, and it's nice and tidy, but I'm not going to show you in. Uh, Frederick and Mendes lives there, I think Axe and Joachim lives there, and then there's like a... Like a dinner type area with a kitchen and a laundry machine and kind of TV room and a, a patio out back so we can sit and drink beer after a, a full day's day of hard work. Well, we're at uh, in the kind of living room, hanging out quarters. This is where we dine, 
and we get like in-house uh, um, cooked food. So we have two chefs uh, uh, cooking for us. It's great. It sounds really luxurious, and it is. But of course, we're paying for it. Uh, this is kind of TV lounge, but we don't really watch a lot of TV. Just drink beer in here, and out there is. Uh, it's like the paddock for the horses and a little patio where we can kind of hang out and again drink lots of beer and that's the, yeah, that's the kitchen in there. Uh, there's the office, that's where Kingsley Ward, the legendary Kingsley Ward hangs out and his family doing the bookings for Rockville Studios these days, or as it's always been. So that's it, not much else going, going around here apart from a few cars and horses and this this moment in time, a rock legend as well, hanging out here with me. If you listen closely, you hear our new singer. There he is. Got a growly type, growly type voice. His name is D. Oberman. And we're gonna walk and check out studio number two, which is originally the first studio here. So it should be called number one. And in the beginning, in the early 60s, it was up that house that was a studio uh, and that's now the residence of Kingsley Ward the, the owner of Rockdale Studios and then it moved to the upper floor of that house in the mid to late 60s I think and then moved downstairs to where it's at now and you'll hear sound soon apart from the dog you'll hear some guitar noodling because Frederick our guitar player is recording his solos right now. So it might get loud. But let's go in and check. Let's go in. And now we're in the studio. This is where the magic happens. And uh, we got Tom here, 17. Uh, Mendes is sketching away. And Frederick recording lead guitar. So we've got a bunch of guitars, bunch of pedals. It's hot as hell and smells a little bit. Yes. But yeah, this is where we've been holed up for the last 10 days, or not even 10 days or so and just kind of finishing off everything with some guitar leads and after Frederick is done, it's my turn so I'm gonna go drink beer Ah, uh, lucky you! And we're in the corridor now and down there is the, 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 the bog, basically, nothing to see there and it's got a morning red light there going into the recording room I'm really, not really sure how old this studio is, but quite old. Here are some guitars there. So we basically wrapped up the keyboards. Uh, we had this thing kind of rented, which is a, like an electric harpsichord, which we never used before. Sounded cool. Uh, Hammond C3, which is on pretty much the whole record. Uh, the Fender Rhodes 88, which is this larger Fender Rhodes and it sounds amazing. That's a Vox type of organ that we never used and that's a 
M100 or whatever it was called, Hammond that wasn't used either. Microphones. I just finished um, acoustics, acoustic guitars. So they're still here, I haven't put them away yet, but that's the, the acoustic guitars I used on this record. And they've been on some of the previous records as well. Grand piano over there we also used, which is a Yamaha, whatever it's called. It's a Yamaha. And Axe has his drum kit still set up. Uh, it's a DW drum kit of some sort, I don't even know. And Mendes bass station here. A couple of Fender basses and stuff, you know. But this is where we did uh, pretty much did everything, you know. All the drums, all the guitars. The guitars are in a di the amps are in a different room. You can't go in there because you'll go, you'll go deaf. But the rest was done right here in yeah ten days, which is amazing. I think that's pretty much it. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.